0: i the leg. You have a problem with that? No sensei. I get him a body bag, Johnny! Yeah! Oh. <laughs>
1: Podcast. I'm your host with the most, Mike McMassoonis. How's everybody doing today? Uh super Tim is uh no longer my co-host on Sweep Delay Podcast. Uh, you know, we were talking and uh some things have come up and uh it was just uh better for uh for Tim and for the podcast for him to step down. So, you know, Tim, we wish you well. Hope everything works out for you, sir. Um, you guys are gonna go back to the uh to kind of the old school Sweep the Leg and also uh, a new revamped Sweep the Leg. Um, I'm really, I'm kind of excited to, you know, go back to taking uh, taking a movie, um, you know, reviewing it, playing some of the music from the movie, but um, I'm going to change some things up. Um, before, in the earlier episodes, I used to you know, go through every single detail of the movie and break it out and uh you know, it was kinda taking an hour. Now I'm just gonna kinda do what I did with like Fast Five. I'm just gonna give you uh, you know, my short sweet to the point review, what I like, what I didn't like about the film, um, what music I did like, and play you some um, some song clips from the film that I really enjoy. And uh, then, you know, close out with uh, a music spotlight. You know, I'm still going to have the movie music news. Um, you know, and uh, I know the little comedy bits that I used to do with Tom Mabe with the, with the phone guy. Um, I've had some people say they really enjoy that, and then I had others say that they didn't enjoy it. So I may just throw that at the end of the podcast after the spotlight song so for those of you who don't want to hear it during the show you won't hear it and then the ones that do want to hear it you can always check it out after the spotlight song so uh... the movie that i wanted to talk about was uh... batman 1989 um, the reason why is because uh... I recently bought it on blu-ray and i'm also going to give a blu-ray uh, review on that as well um, i've really enjoyed it you know it used to be a movie i watched lots and lots of times as a kid and um, things are a lot different now that i watch it now that i'm older so i'm gonna go into that but uh... you know just so you guys know um, i've gotten some movie requests and um, some emails so it's been great i'm gonna go ahead and read those soon Give you guys some movie requests, but basically, uh, I'm not gonna do the superhero extravaganza stuff. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do Batman '89 just because I've been watching it, I've been loving it. Want to get that out of the way. Uh, I'll do Batman Begins and The Dark Knight at some point, but not right away. Uh, I'm gonna try to have uh, some guest hosts on here to help me review some movies. Um, next, uh, the next episode you're gonna get uh, has been a movie request, and I am going to have a co-host for that. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to, you know, go back to just throwing some some of my favorite movies out there. Get a co-host when I feel like it, not when I feel like it, that kind of thing. And hopefully you guys will stick around. Um, all the people who have downloaded the show that uh, have come on the show because of Tim, I want to thank you so much for, um, for downloading the show and, and staying with. And I, I do hope that even though Tim is gone, that you will still stick around. With uh, the sweep delay podcast, hopefully I can keep it entertaining for you, uh, but at the same time I'm not going to keep the show you know super long either. So that way you can just be entertained. Now I'm going to try to be as entertaining as possible, like I used to be. So um, I want to go ahead and get into um, some quick. Movie and music news. I'll get into major movie and music news um, on the next episode, which uh, I will be recording this coming Wednesday. So hopefully that episode will come out to you uh, that Wednesday. So you should get two episodes this week. So I'm I'm pretty excited. And then I'm going to be going back to every Wednesday. I'm going to be recording an episode and getting out to you that night. Um, you know, being by myself, it's a lot easier to record, edit, and post. You know I can usually do that all in a couple of hours. So uh, it's pretty easy to get an, a consistent episode out. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. It's gonna be a good time. So let's get into some quick movie and music news.
0: Oh, I got a live one here! <laughs>
1: All right, guys. Real quick in uh, movie and music news, and uh, I do promise every week I'm gonna have some music news. Uh, my buddy uh, Jason over at the Flix Podcast, um, we were uh, just joking on Facebook. You know when Flix got into um, you know doing their new mu- uh, movie news section. You know I was giving them crap like, "Hey, you're playing. You got movie news now. You're just like me." And then. Both of us, you know, were very sarcastic to one another. So he's like, dude, I've been doing that since, you know, sweep the leg was, you know, a a twinkle or twilight in your eye and all this stuff. And so, of course, I sent in an email saying, you know, uh, basically what we were talking about on Facebook. Well, man, on Flix, it got all crazy and he started calling me out on some things and, uh, you know, saying, well, it's stupid that you have music news when you don't even do music news and all that all this fun stuff so um, I you know in, a, in, in the earlier episodes I had music news and then things kind of didn't get too interesting for me so it was mostly movie news so I do promise every single week I'm gonna have some sort of music news uh, going forward so um, that way I can definitely keep with the whole movie and music news section so but like I said I will get uh, more movie and music news on the next episode but just real quick um, in regards to music news, um, the Billboard, um, you know, the Billboard Music Awards was this week, along with the American Idol finale. Um, the American, the Billboard Music Awards, um, country kind of won a lot of awards. Taylor Swift won four, which was uh, pretty big. Uh, she actually won the, uh, the the country artist award. So that was, that was awesome. And I always love it when she wins because she's, uh, she's very talented, but she's very humble. So every time she wins something, it's kind of like it's the very first time. She just can't believe it. Um, so it's, it's good times there. I, I really enjoy Taylor Swift. Even though I'm not a big country person, I do enjoy listening to her music. And I just like her personality because she's so sweethearted. And uh, and she's very she's not stuck up unlike Beyonce. I have huge problems with Beyonce. Um, In Destiny's Child, her father was running Destiny's Child, and she fired a bunch of girls for various reasons. One of them, you know, was because they got too much uh, time than she did. You know, there's all these. Of course, this is just speculation, but I've read a lot of bad things about Beyonce, and then she just she's very conceited in my opinion um, I don't I don't like her at all every time I see her I just I shut the TV off I just I can't stand to watch her um, I don't like her music it's just the fact of her personality behind it I just know she's a very stuck-up person that just drives me crazy um, I remember one time there was a bunch of fans that wanted to get her autograph, and she just kind of pushed them aside and said, You know what? I don't need to give you any autographs. You know, when I actually watched that, it was crazy. Um, versus Taylor Swift, she loves her fans, and I'm always happy when she wins an award. Um, in, in regards to American Idol, Um, You know, it was country versus country. You know, you had Scotty McCreary, who uh, both um, both the contestants were 16 and 17, the youngest contestants ever in a finale. Uh, Both of them were country, but uh, Lauren was more of a a country rock type of person, you know, kind of like a Carrie Underwood mix between the Jordan Sparks versus Scotty was uh, a very deep voice kind of um, artist who you haven't heard for a very long time and he's the one that actually won even though I always said Lauren was going to win even Steven Tyler from Aerosmith he called out saying that Lauren was going to win so I was kind of shocked that she didn't win but at the same time when the um, person who doesn't win actually always gets the better end of the deal um, they usually get signed faster, create an album faster get it out and usually are more successful than the winner um, exceptions to rules are of course you know Kelly and Carrie and that, that kind of thing so it was good times um, In regards the movie news um, Jeff Conway from um, you know the Taxi series from Greece and um, most recently Celebrity um, Rehab uh, unfortunately has passed away and uh, you know if you're a fan of his um, you know, it's kind of a sad day in Hollywood, but um, unfortunately, you know, he, he had a lot of drug problems, and uh, it's, just, uh, it's just, it's always a bad thing when someone passes away, but when they pass away for drugs, it always makes it even worse, so, um, but that's pretty much it for uh, movie and music uh, news for this week, like I said, I'm going to have a, a more bigger selection next episode because I'll have a guest host with me so I can kind of bounce some ideas off, so, Um, Now, uh, I'm going to go ahead and get into my review of Batman 1989.
0: Every punk in this town is scared stiff. They say he can't be killed. They say he drinks blood. Is there a six foot back in Gotham City?
1: Vicky Vale. And what do you do for
0: a living? He's a tired old man. Can't run this city without me. Your luck is about to change. When freak
1: terrorizes, wait till
0: they get a load of me.
1: Alright, so, um, in regards to the superhero extravaganza that was originally planned, um, you know, Batman is my all-time favorite, as I said. And uh, Batman Begins is the best Batman movie um, ever. Um, But, before Batman Begins, we had the Tim Burton 1989 Batman. And, uh, to me, this was my movie. I mean, as a kid, I probably watched this so many times not as much as the karate kid of course but you know this is when this movie came out man is when my collection soared i collected so much you know mcdonald's toys comic books posters movies uh... i mean anything i get my hands on t-shirts um, i still have like this uh... six foot uh... poster of michael keaton as batman and uh... I'll, I'll give you my perspective of the film as when I saw it as a kid versus when I saw it now. But real quick, um, yesterday in the mail, um, I actually um, got the uh, Batman Blu-ray uh, book. Um, I ordered it on eBay. It's normally $40 in the store, but I got it for 12 bucks on eBay. Man, it's brand new. But the reason why this is so different is because you get a 30-page book with the Blu-ray. And uh, within this book, um, you get a digital copy of the film, which is flipping awesome. Then, you get uh, a little insert, like kind of like the very first comic, like how it came to be. Uh, a little info on the movie, then you actually get part of the script, then you get part of the comic book, and then it closes out with information on the cast. So, if you can get your hands on this Blu-ray, I highly suggest you get the Batman Blu-ray book. It's flippin' excellent. Now, in regards to the Blu-ray itself, uh, I was kind of concerned because um, it was kind of grainy when the movie started up, and I was like, "Ooh, you know, usually Blu-rays look really good, but after you get past uh, the bat symbol that they show after, you know, the credits, and then you get into the film." picture looks really good. I was very happy with the transfer of the Blu-ray. It was excellent. So I do have the Batman Anthology. The only reason I bought the Batman Anthology because um, I, as much, I do love Batman, Batman uh, Returns, and Batman Forever is pretty cool. And of course, Batman and Robin is a horrible train wreck. But I wanted it for the special features. Each movie came with a two-disc set. And the special features were excellent. And I especially wanted to see the Batman and Robin one. Just so I could see if people would uh, apologize for the crap they gave us. And they did. So if you can get your hands on the Batman anthology. uh, Pretty cheap on eBay now. I highly suggest you go pick that up. But regards to Batman 89. uh, One thing uh, as a kid. um, You know the Joker in this film. um, Not only is the one that kills Bruce Wayne's parents, but also dies at the end. Uh, you know, I never at the time when I watched it, I did. I always thought that the Joker was the person that killed his parents, and um, you know, then I read in the comic books later who truly did kill his parents. So, um, you know. When, when Joker died at the end, I just kind of figured as a kid, well, the bad guy usually dies at the end. I didn't really think anything of it. Now I know that, you know, it's stupid that the Joker was killed. But in the respect of him killing his parents, kind of makes sense that the Joker died at the end because of the fact of, you know, Batman's whole point of becoming Batman was to find the person that killed his parents. And um, then after he kills the Joker, he's kind of in... The turmoil in Batman Returns because of it almost emotionally. It's like, now I wish I wouldn't have killed them. It didn't make me feel any better. So it's something that was explored, I feel, in Batman Returns. But Batman Returns is for another podcast. But in regards to Batman 89, the things I really, really love about this movie, uh, the score. This score is probably the score that I listen to the most of any Movie soundtrack. Uh, it's excellent. It's Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman, if you didn't know, used to be in the '80s band Oingo Boingo, which is a really fun group, uh, real crazy music. And they were actually, if you've seen Teen Wolf too, they had a really cool song called "Who Do You Want to Be Today." Uh, I love that song. And they were in the movie Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield. They were at the. Uh, they were at. They were singing. So it was pretty cool seeing Danny Elfman. And. Uh, Danny Elfman didn't realize the the score he was making. He almost didn't get hired because he had worked on Pee-wee's Big Adventure with Tim Burton. Um and then when he was reco- when Tim Burton wanted him to do the score, the movie executives were like, "I don't know, they weren't liking what he did until they played the Batman theme." After that, they were sold and then he basically created what he didn't know at the time was going to be an awesome score. Um, it was amazing. And they, when they told him he was going to get his own soundtrack, he was like, yeah, right, give me a break. And when he did, he was completely amazed. Now, I'm not a Prince fan, but uh, I do like you know, the Prince songs in this movie. Uh, you know, Bad Dance um, is pretty cool. Um, the song that they play when the Joker shows up um, at the uh, art studio and he does his little paint all over the place, that's a pretty cool song. It's called Party Man. Um, Overall, though, um, the things I like about this movie, I absolutely love the suit. I think Michael Keaton looks excellent in the suit. Um, It's probably, I want to say it's my favorite. Even though the Batman Begins suit, I I don't know. I I guess I would say the Batman Begins suit is a 10, and the Batman 89 suit is probably a 9.7. Of uh, is is amazing looking. Um, very few times does it look bad, like when uh, Batman, um, you know, breaks in and rescues Vicky Vale from the Joker, and he puts his little, you know, grapple thing, and he lifts his arm, and you can kind of see the rubber underneath his armpit is a little off there, but otherwise it looks great. Um, I I love the suit. It's amazing looking. I love the bat logo. It's a new bat logo. Looks pretty cool. Um, they didn't. They changed it in all the other Batman movies, but in this particular movie, it had like an extra. Um, like an extra bottom. It's pretty cool looking. Um, so overall, I, I love this suit. It's amazing. The Batmobile is, is completely excellent. I love it. Uh, makes perfect sense in Batman Begins. Why he gets kind of like an army vehicle. Because they're trying to give it a realistic point of view. But in this particular movie, they're just trying to make Batman um, as dark. But as cool as possible, where you just like you're just in awe of Batman, and with a car like this, it's amazing. Um, absolutely love it. I believe it's a, um, a Ferrari along with another vehicle put together. So I'm not. I don't know too much info on the Batmobile. I just know it's flipping awesome. Um, Jack Nicholson was alright. I've never been a Jack Nicholson fan. The thing I do give the guy respect for, he knew exactly how big this movie was going to be. So when he was signed on, he made sure in his contract he got rights, um, some of the rights to the toys, to the merchandise. Um, So the guy made so much money off of this movie. I mean, like he said, he could have retired right off the bat. I mean, he still makes money off of this movie today. He and... In business school, I believe, it's told that Jack Nicholson made one of the best financial business deals ever in history. So I give the guy much respect and props for what he did. And they, they kind of go into it in the special features, but not too much. It's just stuff that I've read throughout the years. Um, and I, I like I said, I give him respect for that. Uh, but overall, um, as I've grown up, I realize it's Jack Nicholson playing the playing the playing himself. Playing the Joker, it's not Jack Nicholson playing the Joker, but I do like his laughs a lot of times. Um, it uh, overall, he was uh, you know on a scale of one to ten, he was probably like a seven. Um, as a kid, I always thought he got way more screen time than Batman, but as I watch it now, the movie is pretty balanced out. You know, you got Batman, then you get Bruce Wayne, then you get Jack, then you get the Joker, then you get Batman. So. Watching it now, it's very well balanced out. I think the screen time um, is more towards the Joker, but when Batman is on the screen, it's amazing, and you can't keep your eyes off of him. So Michael Keaton has Bruce Wayne. Uh, a lot of people had issues with him um, going to be Batman, but I think he pulled off great, and he definitely has that very dark presence. A lot of his movies have been amazing, like Desperate Measures, where he plays, um, a, you know, he's kind of like a. A killer who um, the the cops need his bone marrow to save his son. That was an excellent film. Um, There's a movie where he plays the landlord. I believe it's called Something Heights. uh, It's... um Man, I, I can't think of it now, but that was a creepy movie. Um, he's really good at being a very dark person. But before Batman, he was kind of doing the comedies. But after Batman, he finally got his dramatic roles. So Tim Burton was right. He was definitely perfect at the time for Batman. Of course, Christian Bale is my Batman. Um, he definitely does all three Batmans, which is you know Bruce Wayne the the tormented soul, Bruce Wayne the play the fake playboy, and then Batman the monster. Versus Michael Keaton. He's kind of the torture Bruce Wayne all the time, and then he's Batman. So, and his voice um, is a pretty good balance between Bruce Wayne um, and you know, kind of making it a little different for Batman. So, but he doesn't do it as good as Christian Bale does in uh, Batman Begins. Um, things uh, that I really enjoyed, uh, you know, Kim Basinger is pretty cool. Is Vicki Vale. Um, a good relationship there now the screenwriter definitely did not put that Vicki Vale was to go in the back cave and that the joker was to kill the parents, but that was all tim burton 's idea. Tim Burton now kind of feels you know at the point at the time he didn 't think it was a big deal now he kind of sees the backlash but you know if you 're going to make Batman your own I guess that 's the way to do it and since Bob Kane was a creative consultant, he was cool with it, so you know I guess fans should just get over it kind of thing. Um, Overall, Gotham City was pretty cool. I like the sets. This is one movie, though, where they use a lot of models, especially towards the end. So the bad thing is you can actually tell uh, when it's a fake batwing, when it's stuff's blowing up. Um, You can tell when it's fake cars and fake buildings and stuff. But the fact that they use a lot of set stuff is, uh, you know, it, it was pretty good. They didn't use a lot of, you know... CGI. Well, they didn't have CGI back then, but they didn't use a lot of green screen stuff. They actually used real material, which was pretty cool. So, um, Things I didn't like, I'm not a fan of Alexander Knox. He's kind of annoying. Um, Eckard, that uh, that cop, uh, he's completely annoying. I don't like him one bit. I think he's useless on screen. The only point of him being in the movie was to basically be shot so that way, you know, the Joker could get his face kind of thing after Batman reflects the bullet. Um, I didn't dig him. Uh, the Commissioner Gordon, I'm not a fan of Commissioner Gordon in this film. Um... You know, my Commissioner Gordon is used to helping Batman. This Commissioner Gordon is just kind of completely different character. Um, I did like Billy we Billy uh, Billy D. Williams um, from Star Wars. He was really cool as Harvey Dent from what I saw. Um, I think he would have made a really good Two-Face. Some of the funny things is when Joker has, you know, when he's tainted all the chemicals, when the news reporters go on and you see that they don't have any um, hygiene, you know, no makeup on or anything, the one guy has, like, pimples all over his face. But the moment that Batman cracks the code and tells people, this is safe as long as you don't use this product, this product, and this product together... The uh, the reporters still look like crap, but then the next scene you go to Billy D Williams and the mayor and they all look all nice and hygiene up. So I thought that was kind of fun, bad editing. Um, overall, uh, the film, um, as an adult, I think I enjoy it way more as a kid because as a kid I just wanted to see Batman on screen. Um, but I always love the ending. And if I remember correctly, the Crow um, Church is the same church that's used in Batman. If I remember correctly. So I love the ending. And I believe they were just winging it at the time. They didn't really. They were kind of writing the script as they go at certain points. And that whole ending was just a spur of the moment. And I think the ending is excellent. Uh, I think that ending is probably my favorite of all the Batman films. Um, All of them just in in general i love the ending the music that danny elfman has kind of kind of makes it a happy is playing like happy music but yet it's this big you know batman's taking on all these guys and got to take on the joker so i really love the ending um you know overall i'd probably say the movie um on a you know five star rating is definitely a four um, the reason I would not give it a five is, you know, too much too much Joker time. Jack Nicholson is only playing Jack. Um, some of the characters I don't really like. Um, the things that work work great. The things that don't work um, don't really work too well. Um, you know, the uh, some of the things that didn't work too well. Um, I, I guess I would just say, you know, like Eckhart. Um, and, um, you know, Elliot, you know, he was okay. Uh, he served this point, but, I mean, he just kind of was a character I just didn't really care about too much, you know. Um, but overall, I definitely enjoy the movie now more than I did as a kid. Uh, as a kid, I actually liked Batman Returns more because of the fact I got more Batman screen time versus I realize that Batman is a way better film now than Batman Returns. Um, so I'm just gonna basically end the review on that that uh, if you haven't seen Batman 89, you need to check it out. It's very, very good. Um, and especially you would appreciate it more now. Um, as an adult versus as a kid. And also, this movie um, really helped set the standard for um, how to take comic book movies in general. I mean, Superman, the movie obviously was, a seri- was the very first big um, super- comic book movie that was taken seriously, and almost 10 years later we get Batman. So, and I'll tell you, it was Batmania, man. You couldn't go anywhere without seeing a Bat symbol in somebody's head, uh, Batman's shirts. I mean, it, it was a, it probably the best marketed movie ever in history, I would say. So, very excellent uh, movie. So, four stars out of five. Uh, I really enjoy it a lot. Um, so now, let's get into the music. Um, the music I love is the score from Danny Elfman. And uh, some of the songs that I really enjoy are "Descent into Mystery." Uh, Batman's—you um, know, this is the middle of the movie where you see the Batmobile going to like kind of like a forest. It's it's dark and windy before he goes to the Batcave. I love the the scenery. And one thing I forgot to mention with the suit is the way that the, the way it's shot with his eyes. They put the camera. They given him enough light. Where you only see his eyes in certain points, especially in the Batcave scenes where he's talking to Vicki Vale. They only light up his eyes. I think that's very, um, I, I love I love that look. I think it's amazing. So I'm just going to go ahead and play you some couple quick clips of my favorite um, music from the movie. So uh, one of them's is Descendant in a Mystery, uh, in Charge of the Batmobile, um, and then um, and then I'll go ahead and wrap things up. So here you go. Alright, guys, so wrapping that up, that's some of my favorite uh, music from the film. And uh, just so everybody knows, um, in case I ever do get checked on this. Um, This is all uh, copyright material, so no infringement is intended on any sort of movie and music uh, information that is played on this show. Uh, So, getting that out of the way, um, I do want to go ahead and read um, a quick email um, that I got, and um, I do want to thank anybody who does write in. Um, I got an iTunes review uh, recently, along with a regular um, email. And uh if you want to go ahead and write in, you can go ahead and write in to Sweep Podcast at Yahoo dot com. And the uh email I got is uh John from Philly. And uh John is actually uh a show me the Winston fan so um you know Show me the Winston is an excellent podcast. so if you are not listening to that podcast you need to check it out. It's called Show me the Winston. Um, my boys Jason and Dan um, are on that show. It's absolutely hilarious and yours truly was on there a couple weeks ago. so please go check out that show um, along with their um, along with their other shows Flicks and uh, the shall we Flight dedicated to the greatest TV show on the planet, which is Knight Rider. Um, then there's Film and Focus, which has Jason and my buddy Danny. And um, very good analytical approach to film. Um, Excellent podcast. Check it out. And then, of course, um, there's the great podcast called Crossroads, which stars stars, uh, my girl. Um, She is awesome. You need to check her out. She is absolutely hilarious. And uh, Jason also co-hosts on that show. So please check that out. But in regards to the emails, John from Philly says... Hi, I just wanted to say I am enjoying your podcast. I found your podcast through Show Me the Winston, and good to find someone reviewing some of my favorite movies from the 80s and 90s, such as The Wraith is a classic and is the first movie I watched with Charlie Sheen. Thanks, John from Philly. Thanks, John, so much. And uh, John has actually um, helped me on Facebook. Um, I recently sent out on Twitter, by the way. If you didn't know, Sweep Delay Podcast is on Twitter now. Uh, You can find us at uh, s... Wl podcast on Twitter, and um, I actually got a few people that already found me uh, before I even announced it. So I thought that was kind of cool. And uh, basically, John, um, I said, you know, I need some uh, basically some suggestions. You know, some movie reviews. What do you want to hear? And uh, he said, Why don't I go ahead and review the rundown? Uh, which stars my boy Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So that is actually the movie I'm going to be doing next week. And I'm bringing in a co-host for that because since I love Dwayne so much, um, you know, first name basis, um, if you don't know, check out Film and Focus past episodes to hear what that joke's all about. But um, I I wanted somebody who's never seen the film to watch it, to basically give me an honest opinion, you know, a non-biased opinion of what they thought of the film. So that will be coming to you on Wednesday, The Rundown. So if you haven't seen that film, it's an excellent action comedy. It stars Sean William Scott, which I do not like. I'm not a fan of, so uh, that's kind of my issues with the film. But uh, check that on out. So that is coming to you, John. Thank you for your uh, request on that film. I've also got a request for Summer School, so I'll be throwing that in there as well. So if you have any movie requests, go ahead and send them my way. Um, I think summer, Summer School is a great 80s flick. And, uh, also my review I got on iTunes, which by the way, if you guys review me on iTunes, that helps me out a lot, helps get the show noticed more. So, uh, do want to thank you, um, for the, uh, reviews that I've been getting on, um, on iTunes already. Here we go. The, uh, oh, I actually just read this previously. Um, that was from uh, Mihi Smith on my favorite podcast. But if you didn't hear it, I'll just read it again real quick. I stumbled on this podcast completely by accident while searching for Howard the Duck related stuff. I have to say, I fell for Milly. Keep it coming, and uh, thank you for all that downloaded the Heavenly Kid. The Heavenly Kid is the number one downloaded podcast episode of that movie. Uh, I was number one for Howard the Duck, but I got bumped down to, like, five or six. Like, now playing is number one. So, um, overall, guys, I just want to thank you for everything um hopefully you'll stick around with me um you know now that tim is no longer here but i do promise him to get some co-hosts and maybe um i can fill it out and and have a new co-host on the show for you so i hope you enjoyed this review of batman eighty nine i highly recommend it go check it out Uh, i'm gonna close the show out uh... with memorial day coming on monday um... i wanna you know thank all the troops out there i'm not sure if i played this song before but if i have Oh, well, I'm going to play it again. The name of the song is called We Are One from my boys, 12 Stones. Excellent band. They're on Wind Up Records. Uh, The same record label as Evanescence. Um, If you uh, haven't heard this song, you need to check it out. It's called We Are One. It's dedicated to all the troops out there. So you guys take care. Um, Stick around after the show, after the song, if you want to hear a comedy bit. Um, Otherwise, I will talk to you guys on Wednesday. This is Masunis out.
0: To, uh, hold, 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 that thought. hold on one second, all right? Hold. Hey, guys, get really good pictures of the body. Yeah. yeah, and dust everything down for prints. Mike, you there? Yeah. Let me bring you up to speed. You've actually called a murder scene. Uh, Mr. Mabe is no longer with us. I'm Officer Clark. I'm, I'm conducting a homicide investigation. Uh, I want to ask you a series of questions. Uh, first of all, what was the nature of the business you had with uh, Tom Mabe? Well, I uh, I had no business with him. I'm, I'm sorry to bother. You. No, no, hey, hold on. Look, I want to ask you to stay on the phone. This call's already been traced, and we may need you to come in for further questioning. Just, uh, no, no, see, you, you don't understand. I'm, I'm just calling on... No, no, look, you don't understand. Unless you want to be charged with obstruction of justice, it's imperative you keep your ass on the phone, Mike. Well, I, how about you just talk with my supervisor? Then? No, 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 look, 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 look we'll, we'll get your supervisor in a second here. First of all, give, give me your whereabouts. I'm at work. You're at work? Yeah. you being a smart ass? No, sir. Right, let me put it to you this way, Mike. Say, say I wanted to mail your ass a letter. What would I have to write on the outside of that envelope to ensure the mailman would deliver it right to your ass? Geographically speaking, Mike, where is work? 47 West Street. All right, now, hold on, that's 47-8? 40, yes, sir. Right, Mike, hold on one second, all right? Yes, okay. Get the Littleton Police Department Homicide Division on the phone. Yeah, t- uh, give him this information. Tell him he's being sought sock connection with a fatal shooting and aggravated robbery. Uh, but, uh, my, how did you know, Mister Well Wait, you're you're calling the Littleton Police Department? Uh. I'm hundreds of miles away. I, I don't even know the guy. I'm I'm in Colorado. No, don't don't let that scare you. That's just a formality. I mean, have you ever been to his place of residence? No. All right, and tell, tell me again, Mike, where were you last night between the hours of 8 and 10? I'm not feeling real comfortable about any of this. <sighs> Have you even ever spoken with Mr. May, Mike? No, I haven't. I don't even know the guy. I've just, that's what I've been trying to tell. Okay, okay, just calm down, calm down, hold on, look, just back up. I got one more question for you, Mike. As you well know, I'm sure, Mr. May was a flaming homosexual. And there's no easy way of asking that. I don't want to embarrass you or nothing, but... Were you his gay lover? What? No. What, what the hell? Look, kind of a question. Look, 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 look. If gay is your way, that's okay. I still know there's a lot of you gay people in that closet. I'm not saying I haven't thought about myself. <laughs> yeah. Say I was in Las Vegas or something by a couple drinks, cute little Mexican midget. This is Sambrough. ridiculous. Caleb?